We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat, Jr. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello, and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Slott, Jr., and I'd like to welcome you all to today's show. What you don't know could kill you. Our show is divided into four segments. The first, we will, the first segment, we will address hazardous substances and everyday products that we buy and use. The second segment, we will address counterfeit material and how it affects life-critical products. Then we will talk about legal issues surrounding the hazardous substance and counterfeit material. Then follow that with a wrap-up and a Q&A segment, tips on how you can ensure your safety. On each segment, we will have the opportunity to speak with an expert on these, uh, these topics with the goal being to provide knowledge that could ultimately save you, a friend, or a family member from something that could unknowingly harm you. And that could be, as we've mentioned in our uh, promos, uh, anything from passing on lead that, that a child might wind up uh, resulting in autism to uh, actually having a, a safety um, car bag, uh, safety bag on a car not functioning properly in an accident. To get us started today, our show and today's topics, to get us started with our show today and get this right, and uh, today's topics, what you don't know could kill you, I'd like to introduce my first guest and the person most responsible for us being here with you today, Mr. Robert Cellino. Thanks, Stan. Uh, real pleasure being here. Uh, very excited to uh, to be producing this show with you, and uh, want to welcome you to the network as well, and uh, let you know that we're excited about everything you're going to be saying today, and uh, can't wait to actually um, hear what what we have to get out there to the world. Oh, thank you, Robert. And uh, being being a good host, I'm going to start by putting you on the spot, just right straight off the top. Um, as I looked over your bio, I, I noticed that you have something in there called what? Uh, uh, eco, uh, e- ecopreneur. And what is an ecopreneur and how did you become one? 
Well, yeah, Stan, I like that because that's what I do when I'm uh, when I'm not here. Uh, similar to what you do, you you champion a lot of different things out there, and they'll become very apparent as the uh, show rolls forward. But when I'm uh, not here, I spend a good majority of my time uh, being an equipreneur, and I think part of that is a mindset that uh, you have to have, which is to uh, look at the world and the environment and to recognize the changes, and similar to what you do, and of those changes should guide sort of a stewardship, if you will, to, to guide big pharma, to guide big uh, corporations into producing environmentally friendly products as the world changes. And uh, I uh, put together a nice little site of my own that I uh, have a gathering spot for that allows me to put all the things that are near and dear to my heart, you know, biofuels and uh, electric vehicles and things that are good for the environment. And I've been working on that for about a year or so now, and it's uh, ecobabble.com. And that's, uh, that's my site second job when I'm not here. Yeah, I absolutely love that website name. Uh, Eco, Eco Babble is uh, perhaps uh, one, of the, one of the best possible names one could come up with. Um, you know, Robert, as I said in the, in the intro here, uh, you are, in fact, a, a big part of the reason that we're here today talking. And, and I'd really like to understand, I'd like our, our audience to understand um, why did you feel it was important for our, for our audience to learn about the, the hazardous substance and counterfeit materials issues that we in uh, Counterfeit Avoidance and HSF uh, Mark Alliance are so keen on trying to help people understand? When, what brought this together for us? Well, Stan, when you and I first uh, spoke for the very first time and had a very nice conversation and very engaging, and some of the things that we covered sparked something in me as far as uh, that really resonate with me and the things that you're doing, especially, well, with everything that you're doing. I think that the uh, HSF, you know, uh, mark is something that is so needed, and I'm, I'm unbelievably needed in this world. People really and truly from every single uh, product that's made on this planet really need to know every single piece that's in that. And as you said before, some of the things and some of the side effects and some of the really horrible things that can happen from certain products that you have no idea that is inside of a, a product. So I think that that in itself is one of the most important things that anybody can know. I mean, what are you using? What are you ingesting? What's going on in your body? If you don't know, as you said, I mean, what you don't know can kill you. Right. Yeah, I, I do recall that conversation, and I and I, I apologize uh, both to you and, and to your wife for, for raising some of the points I did, but... Um, as we spoke, um, I, I have a firm belief that a human body, a human has a third hand. In fact, most all animals do. Uh, and that third hand is their mouth. And what winds up in our mouth can actually cause quite a bit of damage or create a problem that actually gets passed on to children, particularly uh, young adults and before they start having children themselves. Um, you can pass on an awful lot of hazardous substance that you've ingested over time. Uh, I think we were talking about uh, some some uh, reading glasses or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, 
we uh, we came upon a, a need for a pair of reading glasses due to um, a really beautiful set that actually was stolen out of our car somehow, and we left the door unlocked, and I believe it or not, a reading glass uh, disappeared, and we were in a spot where my wife needed a new set, and we went to a discount store just because we needed a quick pair, and uh, found a really nice pair, really pretty pair of blue reading glasses uh, that uh, my wife absolutely loved, and uh, through a a little bit of a conversation with Stan, realized that um, they would... (laughs) were quite hazardous, and we uh, didn't really want to have anything to do with those anymore. It was a pretty interesting situation, and all, a lot of things we learned. Uh, Stan and I were talking about my wife's choice in a, in a new car. We were shopping for her as well, and um, she had the choice of any new car, and we were out looking and got into a bunch of new ones, and, you know, that really nice new car smell was there, and um, everybody loves that smell, and uh, we were driving a few, and my wife looked at me, she says, I really, I feel sick when I'm in these cars. I don't feel good. I don't think I want a new car. So we ended up buying one that was three years old, beautiful car, love it, great car, no smell, no sickness, and when speaking with Stan a little bit after that, because it's interesting, Stan enters into our conversation sometimes around dinner time and sometimes after dinner, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's because it's an important part of our lives. As a matter of fact, Stan's out there championing all these things, and my wife nicknamed him a, a really neat little name, uh, Sir Stan Salat. He's out there championing the, the cause there, So, uh, but we learned that that was a wise choice, and it wasn't just... Uh, uh, something in her mind. It was true that uh, new car outgassing is quite bad for you. Yes, and to help the audience understand this, uh, just if if we take a minute here, what what we're up against is when a new car is made, there's often um, chlorines. Uh, they call them phthalates that are part of the production process. The material itself has this. That chlorine is, is captured inside of that car and when you close up the windows, when you drive around with the air conditioning on, it, for, the, for the initial month, two months, three months, six months, whatever it is that that car has that new material in it, that's something you are in fact ingesting. Uh, it's getting into your body as fumes. Likewise, with the glasses, and this is true of glasses, it's true of ink pens, it's true of so many things. Part of what we do in the HSF Mark Alliance and the counterfeit avoidance programs that I'm involved in, we actually go out and have uh, qualified laboratories test products that we have purchased from retail stores. And what we find there is levels of toxics, uh, lead and cadmium and hexylvania chromate, things known to cause autism, to cause cancers, to cause uh, Asperger's disease. Uh, All of these things are in some of these products, not all of them, but in some of the products at levels that are higher than recommended by the medical uh, industry. So uh, just as a, as a comment here, in future shows, we'll actually have some doctors, some uh, medical doctors with us to talk about that aspect of it. But as Robert's pointing out, this, in my discussions with Robert prior to us agreeing and deciding to do this show, these are some of the things. And there's one more tidbit I'd like to, uh, to bring into this, since I'm actually using Robert to help introduce this show. 
Um, I believe, Robert, you had a, a discussion with your manager, your boss, uh, as part of our deciding how to do this. And she brought up an issue that um, I'll let you talk about. If you're remembering, that was, I believe, the toaster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that was actually next on my mind because we we really don't know. I, I, part of the question, and, and even um, from my wife Jennifer, uh, as far as the toaster goes, uh, I, the question is, is how, how do you know? Uh, is there a way to know what type of toaster, what's best for you, what's not going to, uh, when you decide to uh, leave the house, uh, going to burn your house down if you don't unplug the toaster? How do you know if the parts in that toaster are safe? Right. And that, that uh, for those of those listening today, if, if they uh, visit our, one of our websites, the uh, counterfeitavoidance.org, there's actually uh, four videos right at the top of that. And if you pick the one video, I believe it's from uh, CNN, uh, it actually, ha- there's a video there that shows what can happen when you, when you buy something that is not really a, a true product, that's a counterfeit product. Um, how it literally will catch fire. Some of them will catch fire, and they can burn houses down, and you don't have to. So, again, all of this comes back to what you don't know, and that's what this show is really about, is sharing that information with folks, also bringing together uh, how to avoid being unknowing, what you're buying, and we'll talk about, uh, in the wrap-up session today, we'll talk about the uh, movement forward for actually coming up with a program that labels products so you do know what you need to know. In in our discussions, uh, Robert, how, how have um, our discussions preparing for today's show actually affected you, or, or have they really affected you? Yeah, they, they really have. Because uh, we're uh, truly and, and honestly, dinner conversations, including with myself, my wife, when we're not with family or friends. But then you tend to uh, sort of work your way into a lot of different things. People are really interested and uh, are really uh, wanting to turn into your show, tune into your show as well. They're uh, asking questions of me that I can't answer. <laughs> so when I get on the phone with you, I tend to ask you those questions as the toaster or the coffee maker. But uh, everybody's concerned, and they're they're starting to realize that um, that it's important to know, like you said, what you know, your third hand, if you will. But um, they ask me these questions all the time. Basically, counterfeit parts. Uh, I hear stories now about cell phones that caught on uh, cell phone batteries that were aftermarket and caught somebody's backseat of their car on fire while they were charging just because their counterfeit parts on the batteries and it literally sort of touches every part of my life but part of it is is that how important it is because it touches my life every single day and also I'm um, I'm a cancer survivor from uh, six and a half years ago uh, through uh, hexamethylene tetramine uh, uh, poisoning that seeped through the bottom of my leather sole shoes while I was working in the uh, photographic industry for uh, 20 plus years so I didn't stick it in my mouth, but it came in through the soles of my feet. Oh, uh, uh, it's it's a shame these things are happening, Robert. I really, really do appreciate uh, your sharing this with us. Um, 
we need to break over and uh, do a commercial. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little bit behind on that, but uh, we do appreciate it, and I thank you very much for your time today. You're very welcome, and Stan, thank you for having me on your very first show. I appreciate it, and I know you'll do fantastic. Best of luck. Thank you, and look forward to seeing you when we get back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan.salat at eccorp.org. Again, that's stan.salat, S-A-L-O-T, at eccorp.org. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. My name is Stan Salat, and I'm your host, and our talk today is on what you don't know could kill you. My next guest uh, is Mr. Todd Kramer, CEO of Secure Components, an independent distributor, a small business in uh, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Todd joins us uh, and has actually been a very instrumental part of activities that we've been doing uh, nationally and internationally, the things that we're both involved in. And I'm going to uh, turn this over to Todd now. And welcome, Todd, and thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thanks, Dan. It's great to be here with you. Let's, uh, let's start off, Todd, by talking a little bit about uh, what, what is Secure Components? What does Secure Components do? Do they make sure that all components are locked up in cabinets or <laughs> something else? Uh, it would, if it was that easy, we'd be uh, we'd be already retired. But uh, unfortunately, not. Secure Components, as you mentioned, uh, we're located outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're a certified strategic sourcing company. We help to solve supply chain challenges that arise from what we call diminishing manufacturing sources 
and material shortages, otherwise known as hard-to-find or obsolete components. Now, oh, that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds like you, sounds you like a lot of work too. Yeah, well, you know, these critical parts are sometimes needed to maintain life-critical programs that our customers in the defense and aerospace industry rely on to sustain older legacy applications. So, Stan, what we're talking about here is some of the largest defense contractors, aerospace companies, and militaries around the entire world. These customers. They require support when demand for these products are no longer available, when the equipment, original equipment manufacturer is no longer able to support that component. Uh, when situations demand procurement from other than authorized sources, Secure Components aims to fill that gap with confidence. So it's, it's a fact. Our philosophy is to tell our customers to first go and procure from the original equipment manufacturer first. But sometimes that's just impossible if the company is no longer in business or is simply not supporting that component any longer. So let me let me see if I have this right. Um, as you you and our uh, audience will learn over time, I travel an an extensive amount, uh, two, three, four hundred thousand miles a year. I sit on uh, the Boeing seven forty seven type airplanes and the Airbus airplanes. Some of those were built 30 years, 40 years ago, and I can believe that some of those parts that are in there might be getting hard to find. You're the guys that find those parts that help keep those airplanes. That's that's what you're saying? That's right. These aircrafts were built, like you said, 30, 40 years ago, and um, they were um, designed to fly and be in production and um, be able to support the customers for 30, 40, sometimes 50 years. And when these aircrafts were designed, uh, unfortunately, those parts are no longer uh, able to be uh, procured, again, from the original equipment manufacturer. So, in, in essence, exactly what you're saying. They need to find these parts to continue to sustain and maintain these aircrafts and other older legacy systems. There's another part of this that I'd like to uh, make sure the audience understands, and, and I'm going to toss in here a little unscripted piece that uh, what you don't know could kill you actually stems in part from personal experience, and this is true of both myself and members, as I understand, of Secure Components team. Uh, having spent 10 years in the military, and mine dates back a fair ways, but having occasionally gotten a a part that was used on a tank or a piece of heavy artillery and having it fail. Uh, today, I, I look back at this and say, was I getting the right parts or not? How, how, does that, how does that work? I mean, is this something that Secure Components actually thought about when you came into business? Why, why did you do what you're doing? Well, we sought to um, attain these critical, uh, what we view, critical certifications to allow our customers to feel confident that they are actually procuring what they are ordering. And when you're talking about life-critical applications, you know, failure is not an option. As we revamped our website, securecomponents.com, as well as our business and quality management system, we sought on how we could become a trustworthy supplier 
to a customer base that really is dealing with lives on the line. So part of that was uh, is a t- obtaining, which was the first certification in the world accredited and recognized to an international standard written by SAE called the SAE AS6081. The second, the second part of it, uh, of why we kind of went down this road of becoming certified to this counterfeit avoidance was that it was a really a matter of survival. As many of your listeners are probably uh, with small businesses like us, I feared of being knocked off approved vendor lists. These certifications that are recognized worldwide affords our customers to allow these third-party audits to satisfy their supplier due diligence, essentially confirming that that we say what we do and we do what we say. And we, of course, back that up with documentation. So you're really taking this to heart and, and as we profess and what we're all about, and that is that we become trusted uh, supply chain and actually demonstrate that through third-party certification. So we know what we need to know to keep from having these problems. You know, Stan, like you had mentioned, we're talking about sons and daughters, husbands and wives. We're talking about our friends that rely on these types of components to actually perform their job functions, which, again, lives are on the line. So as I mentioned, you know, failure is not an option, not once, not ever, when it comes to these types of situations. Absolutely. And I, I applaud you as the first company in the world to achieve this uh, counterfeit avoidance certification under the international program. Uh, it's quite a feat, and it's extremely uh, impressive that you've done that as uh, the small business that you are. Before we go into break here, uh, we got just a little bit of time left. What, what do you see as a vision for the supply chain going forward? Well, you know, my vision uh, continues to be uh, educating the public and the business community to better understand whom you're buying products from. You know, from my business perspective, there are obvious signs, obvious dangers to buying a part that is counterfeit or contains hazardous material. If a missile misfires or a radar detection unit fails, catastrophic consequences can occur. But even with everyday consumer products like cell phone chargers or contact lenses could have serious, serious consequences. In fact, for example, I'm not sure if anyone in your audience has read this, but recently two women in China were simply electrocuted. They, you know, they died uh, by using their iPhones. You know, I'm sure, like I said, plenty of your listeners have iPhones, and these two women were simply charging their cell phones with counterfeit chargers. And as they took a call while plugging in and charging, they were electrocuted. Another real-life situation uh, that I like to talk about while working with our marketing consultant and explaining the value of our counterfeit avoidance plan, the marketing consultant jumped in and said, hey, I get this. This is exactly what I just went through. And when we inquired about what he was talking about, he mentioned that he needed to get sun uh, contact lenses, and he looked online for the best price. Well, after a few days, after purchasing it, he received the package and it had nothing but Chinese writing. Well, he decided to try them on, and guess what happened? Well, after a few days, 
He landed himself back in the doctor's office with a severe eye infection and couldn't wear contact lenses for four months. You know, I mention these stories um, at all the different conferences when I speak about counterfeits because it really speaks to the reality and the dangers of using price as the only factor when making a purchase. Yeah, and we definitely know that that can be a problem. Well, Todd, I, I really do appreciate you taking the time uh, being with us today, and uh, I look forward to talking to you and working with you more. I'm sure that Senators Levin and McCain uh, should be appreciating what you folks have done and the way you're leading the industry and counterfeit avoidance and the certification programs. We're going to break away for a uh, brief uh, commercial here, a little radio identification, and we'll be back in just a little bit with Mr. Jesse Silverman, uh, legal esquire, if you will, and uh, our next guest on the show. Thank you, and stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan.salat at eccorp.org. Again, that's stan.salat, S-A-L-O-T, at eccorp.org. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. Our show today, What You Don't Know Could Kill You, um, is meant to, to really help people start understanding that there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of products out there that we buy every day. Uh, actually, there's a little more than 140 million different products made worldwide. And understanding what's in those products, I believe, is critical to every human being. We need to know what those are. 
we need to find a way, and we believe we have a solution that uh, the world needs to embrace. I'll talk a little more about that in our closing segment, which comes up after we chat a little bit with Mr. Jesse Silverman. Uh, Jesse's a lawyer. He's counsel for Secure Components, which is an independent distributor. I'd like to welcome Jesse to the show right now and uh, start a little bit of a chat with you, Jesse. Hey, Stan. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. And yourself? I'm doing great. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Um, I know it's late in your in your day. You're in uh, Norristown, uh, Pennsylvania, right? That's right. You know, sort of wrapping up the end of the day. Although, you know, there really is no end of the day anymore. It just sort of that's a way of uh, just keeping uh, keep going. Yeah, it depends on on which part of the world you're talking to. Exactly. So, Jesse, tell me, how can people in our audience really protect themselves from counterfeit parts and parts that contain high levels of hazardous substances? Uh, can you, from a legal standpoint, from a ramification point, uh, help us understand that if you can. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, first off, my um, you know advice would be, you know, take a common sense approach. Um, you know, for example. If a price is too good to be true, then that should probably raise a red flag. You know, as far as I know, you know, neither Nike nor uh, you know a Nike authorized uh, distributor is selling a brand new of brand new pair of Air Jordan basketball shoes for forty dollars. You know, if the price is significantly below market value, then you need to be aware. Um, second, uh, you know, sort of common sense approach: if you're buying online. Um, you know, use a credit card so you can contest charges if you end up receiving uh, a suspect or counterfeit uh, product. Um, similarly, similarly, you can investigate using a uh, you know a third-party escrow service where you can put the funds for the price of the product in escrow. Uh, the, you receive the product, you're given a period of time to inspect it, and then once you give the uh, the green light, the escrow service will release those funds to the seller. And then finally, um, and perhaps most importantly, and I, I know uh, having listened to your previous segment, um, when possible, and again, underlining when possible, buy direct from the original manufacturer or their authorized distributor. Um, you know, in my business, uh, you know, as, as your previous guest Todd Kramer mentioned, that's not always possible because of obsolescence issues or legacy systems. Um, and when you're in that situation, make sure the vendor you're using has been vetted and, and certified by an ind- independent third party. And, um, you know, just to sort of piggyback on, what, on Robert, your first guest, you know, was talking about in terms of hazardous substances. You know, this really hit home with me. I know Robert was talking about shopping for a pair of eyeglasses, you know, and, and he has a propensity to chew on the glasses and he doesn't know necessarily what it's been coated with or treated with. Well, in the same vein, I have a seven-month-old daughter, and she's at the stage of her life where she puts everything in her mouth. So, you know, having the experience of working with secure components and being aware of counterfeits and hazardous substances, uh, my wife and I are very vigilant in terms of when friends or family, you know, bring gifts or toys for her, really um, going online, doing our research, doing our due diligence in terms of, you know, where the parts were manufactured and how they were manufactured. That brings up a very, very uh, 
valid and, and interesting point for our audience to understand. Uh, and I might just poke in here a little bit and, and remind folks that parts and, and products today are made worldwide. We're all aware of the the common thought that everything comes from uh, China or the, the Far East somewhere. Um, one of the things that we have learned, and this again comes back a little bit to the legal side, here in the U.S., We've got a lot of regulations that protect us as consumers, uh, either individual consumers or industry uh, consumer buyers. And while we have those regulations here, uh, as I understand, and maybe you can clarify or or, uh, acknowledge the reality of this, Jesse, when you get outside the U.S., those laws may not actually be there. And it's not that people are actually doing things knowingly illegal, but since there's no law to prevent them from using, for instance, leaded paint, um, the potential for them to do that, there's no legal ramification to it. You're right. And, and in, in large respect, um, you know, in, in countries or areas where uh, hazardous substances are being applied to consumer products, these are being done outside the scope of regulation or oversight. Um, so there is not necessarily that legal recourse. I mean, one of the examples I like to give is, um, let's say you're looking for a replacement part for your car. Everyone owns a car. You know, you take it to the shop or, you know, you're, you're on the weekends and you're fixing the car yourself. Let's say you need a valve. Um, you can go to direct the manufacturer or you can go to an authorized distributor and aside from getting the part itself, what you also get, um, or if you go to a third party that's reputable and has been vetted, what you get in addition to the part is more often than not, you will get a warranty. And importantly, from a legal perspective, uh, you will have legal recourse if that part fails, causing injury. Now, if you go online to look for that same valve to save a few bucks, you may um, be purchasing from you know a a website that does not have any um, corporate structure that's recognizable, anywhere where you can serve legal papers. Um, it's really sort of a wild west of, um, of commerce where you do not have the benefit of a warranty. And if one does come, it's probably not the worth the paper it's written on. All right. Definitely makes, uh, makes it a challenging uh, reality for the legal profession, for the national and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and bring this around uh, as part of our uh, fourth segment and talk a little bit about how we're perceived that or how we envision actually helping our our audience deal with these. Um, uh, from a legal perspective, what has been the response from industry to protect their brands and, and their supply chains from the effects of these counterfeits and or hazardous substances? Well, you know, depending on the industry, um, you know, the tack that they've taken has varied, but by and large, uh, it, it, it traces back to authentication. Um, some uh, industries, you know, will, will provide consumers with a, uh, a product code where they can go online and verify the authenticity. Um, in my industry, the aerospace and defense world, um, an example that, uh, you know, from my world is the Defense Logistics Agency. Um, has taken an incredibly proactive role in fighting counterfeit electronic components. 
And, you know, very briefly, by way of background, uh, the Defense Logistics Agency, or DLA, buys the vast majority of components for our, uh, for our military, uh, for the United States military. And as a result of this Senate Armed Services Committee uh, investigation, and I know you mentioned Senators McCain and Levin earlier, uh, they produced a report that um, disclosed that, you know, estimates put the number of counterfeit parts in our defense supply chain at about a million parts. So with that as sort of the impetus, the DLA has uh, established a program to vet and certify suppliers. And then also they've um, introduced a cutting-edge technology and program whereby parts are being authenticated and they can, throughout the life of those parts, trace it back to where they were purchased. So again, it, it goes back to authentication authentication methodologies and determining that the parts um, that are being received and being relied on by the men and women in our military have been, um, you know, in, in most cases tested and at the very least authenticated. Outstanding. And I know that uh, Todd, Todd Kramer is very involved with some of this. In fact, as chairman of a, uh, one of the U.S. committees is helping to lead the process of determining how best to authenticate and how to um, help companies become certified uh, through accredited certification programs. So in, in the few minutes that we have left, uh, if you would, sh- sh- what should we do to, re- to deal with or what do we do if we receive a counterfeit part today in your industry particularly? As a distributor to uh, life critical um, applications, well, what do you do? Do you just throw them away? Do you send them back to the the seller? Do you uh, do, you, do you call the DoD and say, "Gee, guys, I'm sorry." What what happens there? Well, there, there's a very um, uh, clear direction that we need to follow, and and. Um, the first step, you know, if you get a consumer good, uh, your first impulse is probably going to be to send it back to where you got it from. That is the last thing that we can do in our industry because the last thing we want to do is introdu- reintroduce these parts to the supply chain. So we have to quarantine the parts if they're suspect. Once we confirm that they're counterfeit, um, you know, one, one of the programs that I know Todd's involved with is the Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance. And they, we can send them the parts, they warehouse them, and they are taken out of distribution, and they are removed from the supply chain, thereby preventing them from ever ending up in a life-critical application. So that is really, um, you know, sort of a brief thumbnail overview of what we do if we receive a suspect and then confirmed uh, counterfeit uh, part. Uh, very good. And yes, getting them out of the supply chain is perhaps the the most critical aspect because if they just continue to go around in circles, um, obviously we we don't solve the problem. We just move it from place to place. Um, one additional question, and I know some of our audience are involved in industry such as your own. Some of them are uh, military people. If you could talk just briefly, uh, are you familiar with the GuideDep program and, and what it is and why it's there? Yeah, and I know we're uh, we're pressed for time, so you know I'll, I'll simply say GuideDep is a is a website a um, a um, place where folks in industry can report counterfeit parts. The government maintains the website, and you can. Uh, 
rely and, and go back and use that website as a resource if you're buying a similar part and see if anyone has reported that part as counterfeit. Um, so it's really a data exchange program um, that industry uses to steer clear of counterfeits. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, that's, that's uh, a program that is specifically um, in place for military um, government-type procurement. It, does, it doesn't work for my Nike shoes or it's not used for my uh, Gucci or, or whatever uh, consumer products. So that's, that's really focused on military, aerospace, avionics-type industries? Correct. And, you know, if you're concerned about a consumer product, um, you know, my recommendation would be report, report, report. Go to the Better Business Bureau. Go to these, uh, the original manufacturer. If you receive a, a, a fake Gucci bag, contact Gucci. They have departments that's, uh, that are set up to do nothing but investigate uh, these situations and, and uh, protect their brand. Um, so, yes, absolutely, GuideUp is for, you know, the aerospace defense industry. And one last question before I let you off the hook here. Hopefully, I'm, I'm not keeping you too late here for dinner. But uh, legal ramification from the standpoint of do I are, are we going to get a slap in the hand? Are we going to you know if if I sell um, the DLA, the Defense Logistics Agency, uh, a couple of hundred bad parts? Am I am I okay just to say I'm sorry and take them back and give them their money back, or is there more to it than that? No, there's certainly some teeth <laughs> to the uh, National Defense Authorization Act um, under the Federal Criminal Code. I mean, penalties for um, you know intentionally trafficking in counterfeit goods or, um, or, or knowingly uses a counterfeit mark on a part uh, that results in injury. Um, you know, penalties can range anywhere for an individual up to $2 million or imprisonment, not up to, you know, no more than 10 years or both. If we're talking about a corporation, um, you know, fine, um, you know, could be as much as $5 million. Um, and that's just for a first offense. So there's some real bite and teeth to, uh, both, you know, civil, uh, and criminal penalties, not to mention, um, you know, we're talking about, um, Civil lawsuits under trademark theory, uh, liability under product liability theory for injuries suffered. Um, you know, more likely than not, the parts that you have that are counterfeit are going to be seized and destroyed. Um, so there are a lot of considerations to uh, to contemplate before knowingly selling a counterfeit part. Uh, in closing, here I guess, and, and at the risk of being a little bit. Uh uh, challenging to the politics of the world. This one didn't get hung up in a in a partisan debate. It it actually happened, and it's in place. Is yes. that a fair? That's a fair statement to make. They didn't argue over this one and and get it locked up in a prolonged uh, action no. between Republicans and Democrats and Independents. No, I I think <laughs> the uh, the well being and safety of our service men and women cuts across any partisan. Um, you know, rhetoric, you know, it's, it's, it's something that everyone can agree on. It's something that we all know is an issue and that, uh, you know, uh, you know, folks, uh, you know, like secure components, um, are, are really attacking head on and, and want to be a part of the, uh, you know, the solution. Okay. 
Jesse, I really want to thank you. I know we've gone over a bit here, and, uh, and I appreciate you taking the extra time with us. We're going to take a break and uh, recognize our sponsors and, and dear friends that help us uh, put this show on. And we'll come back, and I'll kind of wrap this up and give you some ideas on what you can do as a consumer, an industry member, and how best to uh, start moving this, this um, you know, people-to-people working toward, together for your safety to a position of excellence, and the center of excellence is what we're trying to achieve. Thank you, and look forward to seeing you when we get back. hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy from new clothing cars toys power cords and charging units to your garden hose and the drywall in your home did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility birth defects autism obesity and diabetes which can be passed down from parents to children it's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products Yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan.salat at ecccorp.org. Again, that's stan.salat, S-A-L-O-T, at ecccorp.org. Now, back to People to People. Thank you, and welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. Today's show, What You Don't Know Could Kill You, I'd like to thank once again my three guests uh, on the show today, Robert Cellino, Todd Kramer, and Jesse Silverman. The show is all about helping us learn and understand that what what we have the right to know what is in the products you are buying there's a fundamental here what we 
profess is real is that there are hazardous substances, there are counterfeit parts out there, and we want to bring about a way that is effective, efficient, a lot of common sense. If you think about what's happened in the last week or so, uh, Walmart is one of the uh, leaders here announcing this week that uh, they're requiring their suppliers to identify and eliminate known hazardous substances. Um, in addition to that, we owe it to the men and women in all the branches of our military to provide them with counterfeit-free tools and materials, things that they use every day, and making sure those are counterfeit-free, that they're hazardous substance-free as appropriate, obviously. Um, whether it's a missile or a transportation vehicle, you have to keep in mind that counterfeits are even getting into our medical devices. So when that soldier winds up needing medical attention on a battlefield, if he's got something being done and it's a defective defibrillator or some other medical device, these things can kill people. It's tough enough to do what we do, or it's tough enough for them to do what they do. Uh, they deserve the best, and nothing less should be acceptable. To do this, we have to find a way to make sure that the supply chain, regardless of where it's at in the world, is in fact under undergoing appropriate um, certifications, assessments, that there is a way to demonstrate that they're doing the right thing. I believe it was Jesse that report that shared with us that uh, the U.S. military has reported has undergone a tremendous expense to determine that they have a million plus counterfeit parts in their supply chain. Their supply chain's contaminated, and I use the word pandemic. This is in fact a pandemic worldwide. What do we do to solve this? That's what people-to-people -people working together for your safety is all about. We want to give every man, woman, and child a voice in the fight against hazardous substances, in the products they buy every day, and counterfeit materials found in the products we buy and use every day. These things have to come together, and there is a way to do that. As the promos tell you, we have developed, uh, under my leadership, we've developed a reporting system that is industry-based, industry-owned, not extremely expensive. The time has come for manufacturers to embrace the modern technology that is cost-effective, ensures that regardless of what country in the world these products come from, they meet our expectations, and we don't have to rely on regulations in a country that we have no authority or control over. So here's the bottom line. Each week, we're going to address these issues. We're going to talk about these issues. We're going to raise awareness. We need your input. I encourage you, send me emails, send me texts, Twitter, whatever it takes. Let me know what it is that's most important to you. We will find the experts. We will bring them forth, and we will talk about these things and create a solution. I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in and remind them that they you can make a difference. Absolutely, you make a difference. Uh, in closing, let me remind us all, some of you may not be old enough, but the reality is Aaron Brockovich, if you remember back, took up the and championed the, the 
the work she did on hexylvania chromate uh, cancer causing um, product that was leached into the ground. She took action. It actually became a movie and did wonderful things for us going forward from those times. It was hard. It was difficult. She, she deserves a tremendous amount of credit. Uh, we're just trying to follow that same lead and find a way to improve our environment and what we're doing uh, to help people help themselves. Thank you again. This is Stan Salat, your host of People to People, working together for your safety. I look forward to hearing and talking with you again next week. Uh, please go forth, ask your retailers how they demonstrate that they're providing you hazardous substance-free materials and products. Check out our websites, hsf.us and counterfeitavoidance.org. Be safe, and I look forward to seeing you, or talking with you. I don't see you at this point, but I look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you, and goodbye. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat, Jr. for next week's edition of People to People, Working for Your Safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe toxic and counterfeit free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.